that's sleep paralysis um, and hypnagogic hallucinations. But interestingly, we've got an email along the same topic. 28-year-old healthy female, I'm having seizures in my sleep. I piss the bed multiple times, but only after drinking too much. That's drinking too much. Hi, I'm Dr. Drew, and this is Dr. Drew After Dark. Please be advised that Dr. Drew After Dark may contain sexually oriented content and be unsuitable for young children. There we go. Welcome to Dr. Drew After Dark. I'm very excited about today's show. I'll tell you about it in just a minute, but be sure to keep the emails coming at drdrewafterdark at gmail.com. And our voice messages, which you know how much I love, at 818-253-1693. So today, we have a very... I, I want to manage expectations. I'm excited about today's podcast. Uh, today's uh, today's After Dark. I must call it just a podcast. How dare I? Um, I started reflecting upon my history here at your mom's house. And I started thinking, wow, what an extraordinary journey this has been. Uh, I start, I was asked, well, the way it really started was, uh, my wife and I were watching Christina's comedy special. Do you know this history Zolo? Yeah. 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 And and by the way, it's just Zolo and I today. Well, and some of the boys in the booth, but, but, uh, any and Nadav are out. So, uh, Zolo very kindly helped me craft this, this very special episode. And I'll I'll explain to you what it is in just a minute. Um, but I, it started with me watching, um, mother what was what was christine mother inferior mother inferior and i said that's an interesting woman she is very smart and uh, my wife said i'm gonna get her for a podcast and she did and turned out she was a big uh, celebrity rehab fan and so we and i was doing a podcast at that time with bob forrest who was the guy with the hat and the glasses from celebrity rehab and uh she came on and we struck it off and i didn't think anything really more of it and then tom came on after that and we did another little interesting podcast and then they asked me to come on your mom's house and and i was aware of your mom's house. I was not fully indoctrinated would probably be close to the right word. I hadn't been fully exposed to the to what your mom's house is really all about. So I came in naively, uh, and that was back when uh, Tom and Christina were doing out of their, was that a garage or something or a guest house, right? Didn't know what was going on. And they had babies at the time. <laughs> there were babies running around the house. How, how long ago was it? Like four years, three, four years ago? Yeah, like four years ago. Oof. And um, and I, I really didn't think, and I had a great time and I enjoyed spending time with them, but I didn't think much of it until I was at a, I was at a MTV Video Movie Awards and some woman ran up to me like, oh my God, I loved you on your mom's house. And I thought, huh. That's interesting. I haven't had that reaction about something in a long time. I wonder if that means something. I like, and then that started happening. That people were sort of reacting to me being on your mom's house, and I and it kind of, I I don't know what chord I had struck because I didn't really fully understand the your mom's house world. Certainly not the way I do now. Um, but it was intriguing to me. Uh, and then Tom called me, and or actually I think he called my wife. I said, let's have dinner and talk about doing some sort of show. And I thought, well, that makes sense because it seems like that world uh, welcomed me in very kindly. And uh, we weren't really sure what we were going to do. Actually, the original idea was Christina's that uh, she was so interested in comedians' brains, which are all kind of the same, that she wanted me to kind of pick some comedians' brain. If you remember in the beginning of the show, we I'd have a comedian guest in here every time. Um, and then we sort of morphed into me and Christina talking about stuff and uh and now we're still sort of in that that zone but it it occurred to me that wouldn't it be interesting to go back over 
my history with your mom's house and look back through the retrospectoscope, through the looking glass of what maybe that, is this the first appearance Zolo? Just that, I think I did two appearances maybe. I can't really remember. You did like five appearances. No, no, yeah. no. I know I did, but I mean the original, the early one. Yeah, you were at their house twice. Twice, that's what yeah. I thought. Yeah, I thought I was there twice. Uh, and, and I don't really know the difference between those two appearances, though I think the second one hit a little harder uh, in terms of people's... Um, sensibilities around your mom's house. I don't know how to use language when it comes to your mom's house, but, but it's extraordinary. It's been a great experience, and I, I'm deeply, deeply, as you know, I've expressed many times, privileged and grateful to be a part of this community. But, I, the, the, but that feeling caused me to think, huh, I wonder how I saw things back then when I was exposed to some of these videos that we, again, using language carefully, analyze. Um, what why were my reactions back in those days? And wouldn't it be interesting if we looked at those videos again, some of the classics. I mean, even just look, I don't I don't see it up there. I don't even think you have a home. Oh, you do, home here now. Uh, right now, right now. Uh, and that, right, Zolo? Those are two different videos, actually, uh, but we could go and look at RPC, too. Yeah, because I, I remember being disturbed, sad, upset about RPC in the beginning, and now he's my dearest friend. And I visited his home, and wouldn't say broke bread, but uh, uh, stood over the bread that was uh, covered with flies that uh, lives in his kitchen. Uh, anyway, uh, my relationship was evolved quite considerably with many of these folks whose videos we were looking at. And as you know, I'm interested in like tightening that relationship with many of the people that show up on the videos here. Um, do we also have voice messages today too, or are we going to stay with yeah, the Yeah, yeah, we do. All right, so let's, let's do some basic... Um, so your mom, uh, After Dark stuff to start with. We'll do some email and voice messages, and then we'll go in deep in revisiting old Your Mom's House videos and my reaction to them, and then how I feel about them now. And I'm, I'm expecting to feel mm, a feeling that I feel often on this show, which is shame. So, uh, And that seems to be the thing that people like the most is when I am ashamed and upset. So here we go. Uh, let's see. Uh, your Mom's House, uh, Mommy Jeans, Booth Boys. I got herpes when I was 17. Uh, boyfriend at the time, the only breakout I've ever had was on my puss. Yes, 25. My daughter's two years old. I was on medication the whole pregnancy. Suppress an outbreak. That's true. Even though you hadn't had one over five years. I ended up having pretty severe preeclampsia. That has nothing to do with any of this. Daughter was four pounds. I was told she had cytomegalovirus. Oof. She took valcyclovir for the first month, maybe a few months of her life until eventually she tested negative for CMV and stopped taking it. That's a, that's a pretty heavy situation. My question is, uh, does this mean my daughter has uh, herpes? No, it does not mean that. Or is it also possible I may never have another outbreak again? You can't rely on that. Uh, it's It tends to reduce in intensity and frequency, and it almost seems like it's never coming back, but it can come back. And oftentimes what's interesting, anything that uh, irritates your puss, if I could use your own uh, colloquialism, um, in, with, with endearment, I, that's a term of endearment, of course, um, if it if it you get some irritation on your puss, it can activate it. Also, uh, exposure to somebody new who doesn't have to. Sometimes I've noticed that tends to create outbreaks. Uh, piss me, beat me. You bet your ass I'm coming up in May. So there you go. Give me a voice message there, Zolo. Hello, my kings and queens above 18. Thank you for making me comfortable. This is Brandon. Hi, Brandon. I had a question. So I smoke a lot of marijuana, and a lot of times when I smoke marijuana and masturbate, mm. my white comes out, and I have this extreme feeling of being freezing and, and shivering cold mm. to the point where my, my teeth chatter in my mm. mouth. I, my whole body just shakes like crazy. Wow. So 
Uh, yeah, I was just wondering what was up with that. Well, great question. Uh, I don't know. It's obviously autonomic arousal, right? That's what happens when you have sexual arousal. And we know that the heavy, like high potency cannabis affects that. My bet is that you're going to have some of those vomiting syndromes that we've now know so well. Uh, they used to call it scrometing. We've talked about it before on this show that people that smoke a lot of high potency pot or, or weed will will develop vomiting. Uh, and it's it's part of this autonomic imbalance that high potency cannabis seems to to uh, create. I don't have any. It doesn't mean there's something desperately wrong with you or anything like that. It's just part of you know taking drugs. Uh, 30-year-old female with high sex drive, but only get off with a vibrator. Mm-hmm. The problem is that men can't understand that. I'm always happy to be there, have a fun time, very much enjoy myself, but it's not going to happen with just sex alone, which is okay with me. Men don't get it and don't want to stop until I come, despite I'm telling them it won't happen. That means I almost always have to fake an orgasm. Oh, boy. Uh, I love sex. There's only so long I can go before one is ha- isn't having fun anymore. I feel bad faking, and I'm sure the man would also hate knowing I did. What do I suggest? Um... What do you think, Zolo? I'll get a young man's perspective on this. I have my own thinking. Go ahead. Um, I mean, I, I think being honest with him is probably the best bet. And right. Just let him know what you need. That's and, right. And yeah. what do you think of guys that won't accept that and you know, won't allow a vibrator in the in the room? I think they need to grow up. I think they need to grow up too, Zolo. Thank you. As a young man's perspective. And, and I think that it's almost a, a barometer for whether you should be with the guy. To me, it's like, yeah, come on, absolutely. dude. Give me a break. And, and men have this sort of need for their penis to be magically, you know, able to satisfy every woman. It's just not the way females work. Uh, You're fine. Good for you for understanding all this and finding a mechanism that works great for you. Um, And uh, now how about finding a man that goes along with that? That's all I'm saying. Uh, Let's see. (laughs) Go ahead. Give me a voice message. Hey, Dr. Drew. This is Kyle from Bakersfield. I have a brown question. Of course. Um, I am a recovering heroin addict, 10 months clean, and I'm on about 12 milligrams of Suboxone a day. Mm-hmm. And I realized that whenever I started using opioids like heroin or Suboxone, my brown would sink rather than float. Mm-hmm. Other than that, my diet's pretty normal. I uh, just wanted to know what makes some brown sink and what makes others float, uh, or if there's anything I need to get checked out. I uh, love the content. Thank you, guys. This only beat me. You bet I'm coming up in May. Yeah, buddy. So a couple things. Uh, Gay, congratulations on doing something about your opiate addiction. You, you got to understand how fatal this is. I hope, I'm sure you've lost friends and so you understand how bad it is. So good for you. 12 milligrams of Suboxone, not bad. Keep going down. That's good. Uh, and good on you for being such a scientist and a spelunker. Um, God only knows the Ennies of the world couldn't even look down there and uh, check things out. It'd be too horrifying to them. They'd be, again, fearful that a hand would come up and grab their face. Uh, but be that as it may, um, it is typically fat content that uh, causes floating, though also density. So it makes me think that perhaps you're a little more constipated when you start the opiates, and that's causing it to get a little more compacted, and that's probably what's going on there. Uh, give me another one, another voice message. Hey, mommies, it's Nora all the way from Minnesota. Yeah, Nora. Just wondering why when I take a shower, I get all these, like, red, itchy spots, mm. like, on my chest and my back, and uh-huh. it goes up on my chin and my face. Oh, boy. No one has, like, really given me a good answer to what it is, so yeah, I appreciate an answer. It's, Thanks, Mommy. Yeah, um, Mommy. Piss on me, BB. Of course. I'm coming up in May. See you then. Thank you. Bye. See you then. I, I like the way Zolo, our, our aloha, has expanded from uh, just, hi, hey, Hitler, to... 
a whole litany of uh, descriptions about coming up in May and beat me. And it's, it's sort of, that's, oh, our, yeah. that's our aloha. That's yeah, it. it's always expanding. You know, it's going to take five minutes for some people to say hello or goodbye on, on this show coming yep. forward. Um, so it sounds like that's urticaria. Uh, you can look up urticaria online. You'll see it's just hives, essentially. And uh, there can be heat-induced and cold-induced urticaria. And it sounds like you have this heat-induced urticaria. Um, I would see a doctor about it. There can be some medical conditions associated with that. I, it sounds like you've had this for a while, so it's probably not going to be an issue. I suspect you're probably an allergic person generally. You may have something called atopy, A-T-O-P-Y, in which case, um, I think you sound a little congested when you were talking, so I'm suspecting I'm correct. And they may want to take help you with the nasal atopy and sort of give you anti-allergy medicines and things like that, get things under control. It's good. These are good one. Give me another one. Hey, Dr. Drew, this is Caleb. I have my friend Jeff here, and I've been listening to you talk about the past few weeks how you can have a hands-free orgasm, but there has to be something touching it to make white, right? So my friend Jeff here says that he can make that happen with music. Have you ever ran into anything like that with without having to feather it or feather it up against anything? Just the sound of music making white. Thanks. Love to hear it. Keep them high and tight. I'm coming up in May. I've seen people have spontaneous orgasms when they're in kind of an altered state, either by drugs or mania and things like that. Um, this doesn't make any sense to me in terms of a, if he's a normal guy. Uh, I'm wondering if he's perfected sort of contracting the musculature in such a way as, you know, sometimes people can have an orgasm from doing like leg lifts and things like that. Maybe he's doing something like that when the, he hears the music. I, I, he, he definitely have him call in definitely have him send it in. we'd like to hear more about that another one hey dr drew and the boys in the booth yeah, boys. Uh, so my question revolves around uh what i believe is sleep apnea Mm-mm. or maybe not sleep apnea but more sleep paralysis uh since i was little i've had a what i can only describe as being conscious but unable to move my body mm-hmm. um and it ultimately resolves itself in mm-hmm. about maybe two to three minutes of me being awake, but usually during that time I'll have a panic attack or my heart rate will go up because I'm, you know, freaking out because I can't move. Um, had this for a long time, still get it now. Um, in my late twenties, had yep. it since I was a child. Yep. I was wondering if there's anything I could do to fix it. Um, if I should maybe get a, a, a sleep test or something of that nature, but, uh, yeah, appreciate your help. Excellent. Yeah, great question. And a common problem, uh, though the persistence and frequency you're having is kind of weird. Uh, so yeah, because of that, I would see a sleep specialist. They may, you may not even need a sleep study. You may not just need somebody to think about this problem in the context of who you are and how, you, how they find you when they do an exam on you. But that's sleep paralysis. It's a very common thing. The interesting thing about sleep paralysis, and I'm, you pro- given how many times you've had this, you've probably had this experience, that it's often associated with hypnagogic hallucinations. So you're still asleep when you're in sleep paralysis, even though your eyes are open and you're thinking and you feel awake, you're actually not awake. And you can actually keep dreaming when you're in that state. People often do. Because again, our brain is constructed in such a way that it's always trying to make sense of things that are happening. And so it will literally, you know, when you're in a dream, it sort of converts thinking into images, right? And people will believe there's something lying on top of them, a ghost, a devil, something's trying to have sex with them. Many times women will have that kind of a a fantasy with the sleep paralysis. And they can be very long and very prolonged. In fact, in people that have studied the the folks that have these elaborate uh, reports of having been taken on an alien ship and all that stuff, 
the evidence is that that's all hypnagogic hallucination during a sleep paralysis. So uh, the, the dreams and the experiences can be quite vivid, but they're often sort of terrifying and they're often involved something lying on top and they also involve the devil or a ghost or the something having sex with them, that kind of thing. Um, so that's sleep paralysis um, and hypnagogic hallucinations. But interestingly, we've got an email along the same topic. 20-year-old healthy female, I'm having seizures in my sleep. I piss the bed multiple times, but only after drinking too much. That's drinking too much. That's not anything. People, when they get up in the middle of the night and pee on the side of the bed or pull up their, um, you know, their suitcase and pee into it thinking it's a toilet, that's all alcohol. And also losing your urine in the middle of the night because when you drank a lot, alcohol. All right, so that's alcohol. Uh, but multiple sleep partners have told me I twitch and move a lot in my sleep. I've woken myself up feeling my arm hit the headboard. I also had very vivid dreams and a few times I've woken up because I was laughing so hard in the dream I felt like I was shaking when I first woke up. I also regularly have lucid sex dreams and achieve orgasms while sleeping. Several orgasms. Good for her. I'm not taking any medication, but these symptoms are worse if I'm drinking. Okay. Am I having a seizure or am I just a talked sleeper? Piss on me, beat me, thanks for coming up. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, so uh, these are interesting. This is another kind of sleep disorder called sleep movement disorder. Um and, you know, leg restlessness, sleep movement. People will jump up in bed and lie back down and throw their arms around and, and the legs classically move around. Uh, and if I, it makes me wonder, given that a lot of your stuff is related to alcohol, if these are days when you don't drink and you're having not the vivid dream so much, you say that gets worse when you are drinking, but the movement can get worse from alcohol withdrawal. So it makes me wonder for the four or five days after you drink heavily, if this gets worse or not. So that may be contributing to this. But this is also another classic sleep disorder and has a lot of treatments and you should see a sleep specialist because this can really disrupt your ability to feel rested and have normal sleep and, uh, and good for you on the, the vivid sex dream. So, all right, it's time for us to uh, walk down memory lane as I have promised. Um, shall we start with that or should we do some YMH clips? I, I'm, I'm just intrigued by so many of the the new clips that are up there. We may have to wait till another show to get into all those. Up uh, to you. I mean, whatever you want to do, we can do. Uh, oh, my God. Let, let's sort of start out with some new ones, just so I kind of wet my palate a little bit and get, get, my, get myself up to, uh, let's see, not interested in gold diggers. Let's look at that one. So, so get, my, get, my, get my energy flowing here. It's not interested in gold diggers. Hmm. I just got one thing to say. If you're a gold digger and you try to go out with me, yeah. don't bother. Uh. If you're not in it for the love, the affection, and the loyalty I have to give, you're not worth my time. Every woman that has started to follow me on both TikTok and Instagram yeah. have been nothing but gold diggers. Interesting. I'm actually trying to find the future of my life. It's disappointing how people only care about money. Yeah, I can see how he'd be disappointed. Uh, how in the world would he know that women are after him for his money? I mean, judging by the living environment in which he finds himself there, with is that's a big uh, mattress up against the wall, and those lovely shades, and that really high-tech uh, chair he's in. This guy must be worth some dough, right, Zolo? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. This And he's got uh, extraordinarily expensive glasses and hat on and... The grooming, boy, that must really cost some money. So how would he even know they were gold diggers? That's what I don't understand. Well, I think what we put together was women 
weren't interested in him because he was so, so broke that he is making it out Ah, to be that they're all gold diggers. Of course. I should have. Yes. This is sort of a version of Dunning-Kruger, which is if you're not interested in me, you must be gay. You must be a gold digger. You must be not into guys with beards. Fill in the blank. It can't be me. And uh, yeah, that's a common defense mechanism for people that uh, should take a good look at themselves. And by the way, how else are you going to adjust course if you don't take a look at yourself? You know what I mean? This guy probably needs, if he wants to date people, there might be some things he can do that make himself more appealing and more uh, sort of eligible. Hang on, my hmm. earpieces. Oh, what are you, what are you saying? What kind Solo? of things? Uh, maybe grooming, uh, maybe some new eyewear, maybe not that hat all the time. Maybe clean up his bedroom <laughs> a little bit. I mean, women are very... look. When, when women, and, and when I, I've heard women say this a million times, when they look at what's going on on, say, a dating app, okay, and they are evaluating a guy's picture or videos, whatever else that, that, are, that they're sort of given as a decision-making uh, evidence for whether to sleep right, sweep right or left, they will always say, I'm looking at the curtains, I'm looking at how clean his room is, I'm looking at his taste in clothing. They, they are taking in the whole deal. I know as men, we don't look at any of that. I understand. But if you want to appeal to women, they're looking at the whole deal. Now, I'm not, I don't want to take Aaron with that beard specifically because there might be people that are into that. And that's a, that's a very unique and interesting thing you have there, sir. But if you want to expand your field, if that's what you're interested in, you might want to look at what appeals to more people than uh, just a tiny piece of the market. Just saying. Just saying. And, and I'm for sure can tell you that the window dressings and the mattress behind you and the, am I seeing this right, Zolo? The filth up there on the ceiling, none of that's going to work. Yeah, it looks pretty dirty. Yeah, it's like tobacco or something. Tobacco stains. It's disgusting. Even, even I'm disgusted, so... Uh, let's see. Uh, hey, mommy, sometimes when you eat me a good meal, I just can't hold it down. I feel sick or anything. It just comes up fast randomly. It makes me not want to go out to eat anymore. Thanks uh, for the help, Hitler from Rhode Island. Um, that is reflex or spontaneous vomiting is actually a big problem. And it may not be just related to um, meals. It's something that probably will happen with sort of large meals or rich meals, that kind of thing. But it can be a lot of things, whether it's a gastric outlet obstruction from an ulcer, whether it's, I mean, it can be so many things, and some of them are serious. Uh, and if it's just reflux and esophagitis, that's something that needs, needs work. Uh, and as we talked earlier, if you're using a lot of weed, that can set up a heavy vomiting, a tendency to vomiting as well. Uh, <laughs> let's, uh, let's do it, man. Let's go to Hey Hitler. Let's find out where these greetings come from and how I felt about it at the beginning. I don't remember being exposed to this video, so it'll be interesting for me to react now. And then Zolo has done the research and taken some notes on how I actually reacted to these videos uh, back in the day, four years ago, three years ago. And uh, here's the deal. Uh, Let's get to it. It's me, Danny. I uh, just want to let you know there are at least uh, two my Daniacs, or at least a a few my Daniacs that are on the shrimp scampi boat. And uh, like... They are like getting turned into lasagna, so um, I uh, need your uh, help getting a, a a rescue boat over there, and and uh, they uh, they really need your help getting rescued. So could you uh, at least please uh, send a rescue uh, boat over there so that way they could be saved, please? I'd really appreciate it, babe. Okay. Bye. Love you. Bye. 
Where did the Hey Hitler part come into this? Yeah, I think you missed it. It was right at the top. Let's do it again real quick because I was talking over it very quickly. Hey Hitler. There it is. So so we turned that into Hey Hitler, which I like. Was I aware that at the time when I looked at this video that everyone had made it Hey Hitler? Oh yeah, I mean that's what she's saying. She's talking to Hitler. She is? Does she talk more to Hitler? I mean, that whole video is talking to Hitler. Well, it sounds like you're saying, hey, Hitler, and we turned it into, hey, Hitler. No? No. Okay, so, all right, so we're all convinced it's, hey, Hitler. Um, hey, Hitler. And, and who does she, do we know? Did, I must have had a lot of questions at the time, back in the day, yes? Like, who is she yeah. talking to, and why do we think, what does she think she's doing? And Yeah. Okay. And, and did Tom and Christine have answers for me? Yeah, I mean, they explained the whole thing. You know, she's talking to Hitler. But um, you said that she's severely traumatized and severely psychotic. Well, psychotic is what I'm worried about, right? Yeah. And, and so if she really thinks she's talking to Hitler, she's that's a delusion, right? That's a hallucination, essentially. And that she's... I, I don't understand what she wants to get fixed. I mean, shrimp, prawns that we're talking about? Yeah, she says she's on a shrimp scampy boat. <laughs> and yeah. so, and then I, I worry that there's even more crazy stuff going. I mean, look behind her. Oh my God. I, if anybody's picture shows up on there, you should be kind of concerned. Uh, I, I should, this is like, you know, serial killers putting up, uh, you know, uh, temples to a given individual. Do we, do we have any sense of what's behind her there? Um, I'm not quite sure. God, I must, can we zero in anymore on that? I, I, I don't know why I wasn't more fascinated by that last time. Cause that, that's about what you call a tell. There's a lot of information in there. Ooh, come on now. You can do this. I don't think I can uh, zoom in. What, what do you think that is? I particularly, I mean, there, there are I, different posters of, I, I guess, different, maybe like musicians, singers. I, I don't think it's, oh, there's some one with a, there's one with a signature on it there in the far left of the screen. The, the weird one that's sort of falling down, I guess, that's actually somebody, that's actually falling off the wall, I guess. I thought it was some woman put on there sideways. Um, so, yeah, I'm very worried about this young lady. Do we, have we had any follow-up? I we, we played a few videos of her. They're all kind of the same lane. Do, yeah. do, you, do you have anything more for me today? I'd love um, to see some more. I, I could look. I don't have any on hand. Okay, see if you can but, get some more yeah. up here because I'm fascinated with this chick. Although... Uh, strangely enough, I'm not having the reaction that I often have, which is I want to go visit her and learn more. I, I, that's a, that also suggests psychosis because when people have certain kinds of psychotic states, I kind of want to move away. And when people have very strange personality characteristics, I, I kind of want to go, I want to go investigate because, uh, humans are so interesting, but when you're psychotic, it's kind of comes in one flavor and it's frustrating. All right. What else you got there? Let's see what else up, up next on our, our hit list. I'm, oh, 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 hey, Hitler. It's me, Danny. Hi, Danny. I uh, just uh, want to tell you that um, Nathaniel Lewis is basically harassing my Daniacs, and he's harassing me. He's uh, threatening to uh, actually uh, kill um, Kendall Daniac and rape her. And uh, he's uh, also uh, trying to, like, uh, he, you know, um, sacrifice uh, Louis 
to uh, another demon and uh, he put a, a love spell on me uh, uh -oh. called PQ. Uh-oh. He's been suspended my uh, account like a thousand of times because he's like overly jealous. Um, Uh-oh. He basically is obsessed with me <laughs> and he doesn't know anything. This is not good. Does it keep going? It, it does. But so, what are you thinking? This Same is. Thing, I think. Psychotic. I think I'm right. Uh, yeah. All the, the devil stuff and spells and delusions of reference and you know, oh boy, uh, maybe even hallucinatory. And I, I still am a little. I'm a little confused, confused by the Hitler part. Does she really think she's talking to Hitler? Is that what you guys think? Yeah. Or is it just somebody that identifies themselves as Hitler that she that who listens to her? You know what I mean? Mm. Does she think this is the Hitler she's talking to. I think it's the Hitler. Does she yeah. reference anything World War II or anything about no. mil the military or anything? No. And it always opens with Hi Hitler. Yeah. And it's Danny, right? Danny, yeah. <sighs> a little more. Come on, give me a little more. I can't get I, about I, me. Oh. Um, let's see. I don't uh, know uh, anything right now but you know what uh, I just want to tell you that um, <clears throat> uh -oh. that I think Nathaniel Lewis uh -oh, is yeah. uh, trying to uh, like uh, you know Get rid of all my Daniacs because he's like uh, obsessed with me. How do we miss like this? The Daniacs. Yeah, those are her fans. I get it. The Daniacs. Yeah. We need to talk to some Daniacs. Now, those are people I'm interested in. Yeah. Who are the Daniacs? Can they, have, you, have you gone down any rabbit holes with any of them? I don't think so, no. All right, that I'm interested in. Nick, that's your project. Get me a Daniac. <laughs> okay. I want to know who those people are. I hope Danny or Dany or however she identifies herself has gotten some help in the meantime. It's kind of extraordinary that people record her and then sent it to you guys. I'm, I uh, think she's recording herself. Yeah. But what, did she send it into you? She uploads them. Oh my God. Yeah. She has a website. Yeah. Oh goodness. Oh, bless her heart as they say. Okay. Give me another one. Let's, let's go further down the rabbit hole. Here we go. Another from her? No, no, no. Oh, okay. That's enough with her. Gotcha. I just want to meet some Daniacs. That's where I'm interested. Daniacs. It's hysterical. I, there, there are certain developmental and personality things that, that, that you know, bad, badly traumatized people that can uh, go this way. Uh, do you know, like under uh, underdog woman from a Stern show? Yeah. Can, can you see that same quality mm -hmm. here? Yeah, for this, sure. This has some of that same stuff. Um, it's not a happy life. Uh, this goes without treatment. And That's do you think saying. the voice is um, because of trauma? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe, yeah. I mean, she probably was traumatized. I mean, that sort of goes with all this. And she's, you know, living in that, wherever that environment is there. <sighs> okay, enough, enough. All right. All right. Um, do you remember these people? Okay, let me see. Hi, Melanie. And I'm Scotty O. With Ecstatic Hearts Tantra. Oh, yeah. And we just want to share that there are many ways to orgasm. You don't actually have to be having sex. You can orgasm just from hugging. Okay. Oh. 
so um sort of disgusted by these two was i disgusted back then uh, yeah yeah okay good uh I have, i'm having the same emotional reaction i had back then um because i don't like people who are sort of um i, I don't like that arrogance like well, we're gonna tell you how to do it this woman is highly orgasmic some women are highly orgasmic some women you can scratch their palm and they'll have an orgasm I mean, that's just the way it goes i'm i probably told the story about um a famous person I'm not going to discuss right now, but she said she could have an orgasm by sitting on a cold bathroom floor and that would be enough. Wow. Uh, and so some women are very prone. They're very different than the woman that needs the vibrator, right? That's not the, you can't go from one version of female to the other. This is just her version. And they discovered that, you know, all kinds of things can create orgasms. So good for them. But, but that the kind of the arrogant kind of, um, and we're going to, you know, holier than thou attitude i i don't like that i don't like when we're gonna explain to you some thing we're gonna do some it's a little bit of, it's like it's sexplaining as opposed to mansplaining so tell me what i said back then well do you think she's able to do it just by hugging i mean i'm questioned i wonder but there is such a thing as people that are highly 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 orgasmic and who knows and who knows what's going on under the curtains there you know what yeah. I mean? so Ba- back in the day when you watched this yeah. you said maybe he has like a vibrator yeah, or something yeah, maybe you also something. said he's definitely not coming she might be oh was he claiming to be coming too yeah oh I didn't even take that into that that wasn't even a possibility this time I yeah. didn't even didn't even consider it as, as, as a mm-hmm. no 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 now in the in this sort of weird tantric world they will call heightened sexual arousal sort of they'll call it an orgasm it is not yeah, orgasm is followed by detumescence in the vast, 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 vast majority of cases. And if you're not releasing uh, something and then detumescence and having a little refractoriness as a male, I mean, yes, there are such things as guys that can have one or two orgasms sequentially, but it's really, really rare. And it's not this guy. It's not this guy. All right, give me some more. Or are, there, or are these guys have more? Do I have to watch more of this? No, you don't know. Okay. We well, is there on. more of them? Give me another. Give me a little more. Let's, whatever I watched before is what I want to watch again. The whole body can be orgasmic. I see. And especially when you start reaching higher states mm-hmm. of orgasmic ecstasy, mm-hmm. um, everything can be a trigger for orgasm. Yeah. The ears, I like the way he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, yeah. Look at her. Heart, Look what I do to her. Boobs, touching your body all over. Eating can be orgasmic. <laughs> she may be manic, too. Um, ah! and, <laughs> That is not happening to him. Trust me. He's just like, huh, uh, uh, whatever you and say, honey. There's, even within that, there's different levels. Oh, please, orgasm. shut so, up. Like, like a way. Like the hug we just did was a very um, low level orgasm. It's an orgasm, and it's still for her. just about as good. Yeah, as he's most pointing at her, sucks. right? Yeah, for her, right? And I mean, you, he likes giving her orgasms. I get that. Uh, men will go along with anything when they like what a woman is doing. You know what I mean? Zolo, does that sound familiar as a yeah. young man? Yeah, yep. she's like, he's like, yeah, yeah, let's talk. Uh, right, yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, she's, uh, yeah. I'm having an orgasm too, sure, sure. Ugh, they're gross. These two are gross, I don't know. Did I have that same reaction? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what do you think of this guy? Is this guy gross? They're both, they're just gross, I don't know. God bless their hearts, they're gross. Uh-oh. I do remember this. Before you have sex, if you want to be horny for two or three hours like you've never been in your life... And you have access to marijuana too. Good weed. Listen to me. 
<laughs> I can't go on without another nitrous hit. Keep True going. True weed alone can get you really hornier than yeah. normal, but Benadryl. Take about 10, 12 Benadryl before you want to have your sexual fun with your partner or whatever okay. you do. I forgot that this is where right. that came from. Yes, yes. Some people actually uh, do. About an hour later when yeah. you feel it just kicking in, mm-hmm. smoke your weed then. And then go ahead and get horny. And I promise you it'll be... Millions and times more. You'll be so blissfully horny that you will not want to come. Uh-huh. Trust me. Yeah, you won't be able to either. Trust me. So I'd forgotten this where all the Benadryl shit came from. I, I now I'm. It's back in focus. People still ask me about should I take ten Benadryl. Um, and as I recall, Christina asked me about the Benadryl right out of this uh, video. Is that right? Yeah. Like, is that normal to do that? Is that okay to do that? Mm-hmm. No, it's not good. Benadryl up to about. Maybe 100 milligrams will make you sedated. When you go above that, it will make you agitated. I guess some people might get a little high from that, but it's really kind of a delirium you get into. It's called an anticholinergic delirium. I'm sure I mentioned this as well. Yep. And some people will have heightened arousal kinds of feelings uh, sexually in that area. Um, This is, I guess, one of those guys. I, I think... Most people, you know, antihistamines can cause them a little, little bit of increased sexual arousal, just can't. Uh, but in those higher doses, I would think it would cause delay in ejaculation of anything. Um, I, th- I believe this is where I first introduced Tom and, uh, and Christina to the stare. Yep. Uh huh. And you'll see what he with the big the eyes and the white above the eye uh, suggest. Uh, meth which is what i'm sure i was seeing here although the nitrous could do that too the nitrous uh, to be fair and you if you notice as he takes the nitrous balloon uh the the stare seems to get a little worse at least i think i picked that up so we got meth we got nitrous we got benadryl we got cannabis this guy is all good and again uh, s- since those days i i learn have learned to clue into the environment a little more much like women looking at the dating service uh, websites I take a good look at the environment now these days when I uh, when I evaluate your mom's house videos, and this guy, this dude is all good. He is all class. He's got a he his uh, his closet and his room are the same, and it looks like I don't know if that's actually a pipe or if that's just some PVC pipe he put up to hang his clothing. Uh, is that a, a a neon light above that or is that like an air vent? I think it might be a light. Light. Uh, sort of seems like the ceiling is sort of open, or if it's not open, there's certainly wires hanging out of the ceiling. What do you ma- make of that thing over the left-hand corner there? That silver thing? Uh, See what that is, Zolo? Can you, I'm not I, it, sure. I mean, it looks like he's in a garage. I, it's like it, a garage-type ceiling. I, yeah, it does, but I have a feeling this is his bedroom. Um, this is where this dude survive, lives. Um, I hope he's still alive. He's he, not. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> how, how do we find that out? Um, it, it was sent in to us. We actually, uh, on this show, revisited him a little while ago when we found out he passed away. We paid a little tribute to him. Yeah. And uh, I'm guessing this was sort of a fed smoker death? Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah. Like a meth death and not an opiate death? Yeah. Hey, well, good times. Uh, anybody that uh, wants to just look at this guy and go, hey, whatever you're into, man, leave the guy alone. It's like... He's going. I did I say he was going to die back then? Um, I don't think you said that. Yeah, specifically. I probably wasn't as bold back then. Now I'm a little bolder in my positions on the guys like this. So when I say I hope he's still alive, what I was thinking was I'm sure he's dead. 
Uh, and he is. Imagine that. Uh, drug addiction, ladies and gentlemen, is a progressive disease that ends in death. And uh, this is not a guy, this is not a dabbler. This is not a dabbler. This is a real deal drug addict. So uh, he's, he's a committed drug addict. So sex, living environment, everything all about the drugs. And uh, then death. So here we go. Sorry about that. And how did the tribute go? Uh, we found some other videos of his and we played them. Are and... you going to help me with some of that? Are you going to show me, give me a taste? Um, I, I could pull some of them up, yeah. All right, let's do that. But in the meantime, do I need to look at something else? Sure. All right, here. what else you got? Do you know the guy's name? Um, I forget. I'll, okay. I'll have All to right, look. You'll uh, here we go. So the women practice on the egg. What do the men do? Okay, the men, the first thing, <laughs> they have to practicing, they will call sharpening the knife. <laughs> Keep going. So the whole key is very simple. You get the oil, we call the... The baby oil. Baby oil. Okay. Yeah. And you put it in. Baby and oil. now <laughs> you baby put oil. the pe peanuts, you warm it. In, in, in the cold winter, you warm them up. You get a hot towel. Okay. Mm -hmm. And you make it uh, warm. Mm -hmm. Okay. And you put it here. Mm -hmm. Make sure all the blood flow. Okay. Sure. I remember sharpening the knife. I didn't remember the Now came you from get the penis guy. out. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. You pull the skin. A lot of people, they never circumstances. Okay. Yeah. So circumstances. So you pull the skin fantastic. and you get the oil in the hand and you rub. Okay. Hand go okay. like this. I believe, I believe we call that rub. masturbation. Rub. Yeah. Rub. Yeah. Especially on the gland penis. Okay. Rub them. On the tip. 50 yeah. times. Rest. 50 times. Okay. Because you make them strong and not sensitive. Mm. Okay. Well, he, this, this guy, this guy, a tantric guy, is that his whole deal? That, I think so. Yeah. yeah. Sharpening the knife, which is, again, sharpening the knife with, on the penis. I get it. Um, you know, the Ennies of the world would uh, have already ejaculated for, he'd be a, more of a four-stroke guy. And the four-stroke guy would have too, by the way. Uh, the, the knife would never get sharp. And a lot of guys are that way. The knife never can get sharp because you start stimulating that area and stuff goes off um so you know you already to to respond to this kind of tantric training and stuff you already have to have a certain biology in place now that's i've talked a little bit already tonight about uh, how the women differ in their biology this is kind of the men's version of that is sort of the speed with which they and the ease with which they achieve orgasm that that's sort of the spectrum of male responsiveness um it all happens the same way but it takes a little longer for some guys does this keep going yeah Okay. Do I want to watch it? I don't know. Do you? Uh, did I watch it back then? Yep. All right. Let's keep going. 50 times one, one, uh, right side, mm -mm. 50 times left side, yeah. 50 times front, 50 times back, 50 times down. You just got to have a job. Like what a else? You, you got to be... Have, okay. how, how do you how work? How often am I doing this? Yeah. You have to do it every day until you can control. Every day. <laughs> I, like the, I like the interviewer. He's my, he's my favorite guy so far. All right, okay. keep going. So I'm sharpening the knife. That's yes. sharpening the knife. Okay. All right. If you don't sharpen the knife, that's the number one. Okay. Number two, yeah. you have to learn how to contracting the prostate gland. Prostate gland does not contract, first of all. So we must be talking about the, the pelvic floor musculature. Okay. Now, the anus is different thing. The anus okay. is a so people cannot separate and they, they, they don't know if they squeeze on the anus, they just don't work because they so when you contract the prostate gland, because male G spot is in prostate gland. Right? Some guys, that's right. So when true. you contract the prostate gland in the front and you feel energy activate here. So you contract and you feel here activate. Now you do it right. <sighs> Men and their penis. When men ejaculation, the pressure of the ejaculation is from the prostate gland contracting. 
No. Okay. No, From kind of. Exercising that. Exercising. Yeah. All right. And for well, let's call it Kegel exercise, man, dude. Fall in love or problem. This one will solve the problem. And Kegel exercises yeah, can like can help with orgasmic control, not because it's massaging the prostate so much, but just it helps give a little bit of control over that. So he's onto onto something there. Okay. Um, what did I say to all this back long ago? Same thing. Yeah, you point out that the prostate doesn't move, yeah. that it must be the pelvic, pelvic floor. Yeah. And, yeah. Well, good. Same I'm good thought. to know I'm consistent. That's yeah, good to definitely. know. That that's. All right. Have you found any more with our buddy that passed away? I have. Okay, let's see a little bit more. What's his name? If you can figure that out, too. Why would anybody want, want a girl around? I mean, all they do is talk a lot, and it doesn't even make any sense. They're not good at chess. They're not good at video games. All they do is talk a lot and show their, their gorgeous little body, and then they pretend like it's God's gift to the earth, and what you is? can't touch it who or cares? have it. Okay, well, you, you well, can't Well, who cares? <laughs> the hell with them. Okay. The only thing they're good for is sex. A cat is good to hug and love oh and God. love forever. Okay. You're well, stupid enough to want to marry a stupid woman of any kind? Okay. This reminds of this place, me. a okay. human woman, man? Are you are you out of your mind? All they do is make you horny and then they leave and that's it. That's all they've ever been good for. Okay. Go ahead and marry a dog or a cat, but don't marry a human woman. They smell bad everything. They expect you to be uh, God's gift to them. And never give anything to you, do they? No, you got to go out with them a hundred times. You never get to even know anything about them. To hell with them. They're stupid. They're women. They're human, especially American women, man. They don't even allow hookers. Why? Because, oh, it's so horrible. They could sell everything else and, and screw everybody, but screwing and screwing people out of their money is a whole different thing. All right, do we need to hear more of this guy? Okay, so this kind of reminds me of the guy with the beard, right? Because this is what happens to him, given he's such a catch, and he takes care of himself so well and does such a great life. And by the way, back to my statement about this being his bedroom, that was the chair he was in when we were watching him before. Ah. Uh, and this is his room. This is his room. This is where he plays video games. See the video game console on the floor there, right? Isn't that what I'm seeing? And uh, I actually feel this. I feel bad for this guy. I feel super bad for this guy. Although he's espousing disgusting ideas and opinions, it comes from a place of pain. The problem with this guy is not even the pain of being rejected and not being able to function socially. The problem with this guy is his real love is drugs and alcohol. See, that's that's why he can't change because he's in love with drugs and alcohol, and that sort of is all he's preoccupied with he's married to the drugs and alcohol so human women don't have quite the same appeal to him and then they don't treat him so well because he's a drug addict and because he's living here uh and he doesn't understand what has happened to him and how they perceive him and therefore he gets angry and then he blames women for his problems which is uh isn't it interesting how we do that as human beings a lot of that going on these days folks a lot of externalizing your internal problems. I see that rampant right now. Uh, it's very, this guy, I will tell you something. What's interesting about looking at this guy now is compared to when I saw him four years ago. I, I don't see this guy so much, but I see a lot of this process all the effing time these days. When Christina called for the rational revolution, these were the people we were thinking of Kind of. This is sort of the poster child for all that. But there's lighter versions of this in high-functioning individuals all over the place right now. And what's needed is rationality. Now, you couldn't, because he's a drug addict, and I'm not saying everybody's a drug addict, 
I'm saying people are caught in this thinking. And this guy could not be reasoned with. Rational revolution would not help this guy because he would have to get off drugs and we'd have to clear his brain up before we could start to have a rational revolution with this guy. But there are millions of people out there who are thinking in, think about it, similar manner to this guy who need a rational revolution. And I think most of you are advocates of the rational revolution. Uh, again, ymh.store.merch. How's it? What's the website? Ymh.merchandise. To get the cups? Store.ymhstudios.com. Store.ymhstudios.com. And get the Rational Revolution cup. Everyone proudly put their cup out there because it, 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 this, and let me just say to, to be more, uh, again, this is interesting to be that we're walking down memory lane because things like this jump out at me now. We can sort of look at where we are in history as compared to where we were then. A lot has happened in the last four years. Let's be fair. That's kind of, I didn't expect that about all this little look back, but this is kind of interesting. And um, as such, uh, it's turning. It's changing. And, and of course, the YMH world is very sensitive, very active in, in the uh, rational revolution. They all want that. I get that. Um, but but look for it out there and, and it's changing. It's turning. It's the time for a rational revolution. It's kind of taking hold. All right, keep going. What do you got there, Zolo? Huh. Do I have to pick one? Okay. Oh, yes. Well, this wasn't way back. This was this is when I this I, was more recent. Yeah, but this I came is on what the show were, like the most horrified. Oh, by. oh my God, yes. So listen, I this one this video and I have a long history together. So, so uh, I was horrified when they showed it to me in this studio. So that's where I first I, I was. You know, when you have a trauma, you remember the environment which vividly in which the environment uh, uh, you know had happened. This was that right over there is where I was sitting. Uh, I was disgusted. I almost threw up, and then. <laughs> I showed this to Jen Kirkman, who I thought was my good friend and has never spoken to me again since that appearance. Now, I don't know if it was this that turned her off of uh, Dr. Drew or if something Could else be. did. I, I, I still have the, the, the kindest feelings about Ken, Jen Kirkman. I wish she would respond to my text and messages. I, I want to reconnect. And if I've done something heinous, I, I apologize. I'm sure it's something fake. I'm sure it's fake news, whatever it is, unless it's this. If, if it's me showing you this, I, I apologize deeply. This is, this is, well, Jen almost vomited. She ran off the set and started gagging. Do you, did you see that at all? Do we have yeah. that? Yeah. Um, that was, so um, do you think this is safe? Have, no, this, you know? I would call this uh, very dangerous. Okay. Uh, he, it is a guy in a leather, a full leather outfit. And I took this video to New York City and did a live after dark at Caroline's. And this video was People got pissed when I played this video. Uh, people came up to me afterwards and were angry with me for showing such horrible stuff. So uh, I thank you, your mom's house. Thank you for... I, maybe this is where I turned. Maybe this is where I... I uh, you know, Because Christina like felt triumphant after this, I think, that she uh, sucked me all the way into the your mom's house world. So here we are. There it if is. If it's his own septic tank, is it any different? If it's his shit? Yeah. Uh... Well, you know, it, it, it's not what you call healthy. There's a lot of bacteria growing in there, and some of it can be airborne. You can get pneumonias and things like that if he has any proclivity to this stuff. I, I'm noticing something this time that I didn't notice last time. What, what is that in the foreground? Is that like a, a ledge or something? Or is that a paper? What is that? Anyway, I'm, not I, I, I'm sure. So I can't quite figure out what that all is. Um, it seems to be a septic tank that he's <laughs> dumpster diving in, so to speak. Uh, 
Yeah, no good. If it's other people's, uh, you know, stool is one of the leading carriers of infectious diseases. Now that the world is aware of infectious diseases, um, you know, look no further than coronavirus people, although that's an airborne illness. Stoolborne is the most common worldwide. So there we go. Next, please. Had enough of this asshole. I, I know we had a couple more versions of this later. I, 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 Hi there, guys. It's Pete oh. again, and I'm here to do a little video. I wanted to use this butt vibrating toy that I bought, this new one, and I thought I'd try that in. And then I also wanted to try this double-ended um, fuck sleeve that has these, like, massive bullets in them. Oh, my God. So uh, I'm sure I was disgusted again. Yes? Yep. Yeah. And, uh, I, I again, I'm, I know what it is about people that... <laughs> You know, I've done, I've answered people's questions about sex and sexuality my whole life, uh, essentially my whole professional life. I did a show on radio for 35 years that did this stuff, but I never understood people that, I can't quite put words to this. It's the same, this guy's got the same attitude as that couple, which is this sort of, um, it's, it's a boundary problem. I mean, when you're talking about sex and sexuality, you have to have clear boundaries. Like, I'm going to answer your medical question. We're not going to get into the sort of... <laughs> this guy's getting into the arousal of the whole thing and sharing his arousal with you. And that's kind of disgusting. That's disgusting. And same thing with that couple. They, and they want to tell you, show you how to do it. And they're, they're imposing it on you. And you don't really want to see it. I don't really, really want to see this guy with the fuck sleeve. I really don't want to see it. Thank you very much. But he gonna, he's going to show it to you. And, and feel sort of like... They didn't send any batteries, so bad. Oh, bad, bad, bad. damn. No batteries. Um, Sorry. I'm not going to be able to use the vibrating part, yeah. but the butt toy vibrates, so I'm sure that's going to get me off. Um, and it's, gonna, it's got this cool uh, built-in cock ring. Yeah. Okay, good. Thank you. I'm so happy for you. And that's sort and of my general I got this I'm, so, cool, I'm so happy for I, you. A friend of mine had one, and he fucks it with his boyfriend, and it's a double-ended dude. So I really want to try this um, because I like fucking stuff. Okay, good, good for you. And I guess it's because I know what sex addicts are, and, and, they, and they kind of... <laughs> I know how miserable their lives get and how, how far down the rabbit hole they go. Did I, did I identify this guy as a sex addict back then? No, you said he's probably a serious loner that gets prostitutes. And well, sad. that's the sex addict stuff. Yeah. 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 Okay. Oh, sad for sure. Because I know where, like I said, I know where this goes. Yeah. It, it's sad. If he's, if he's, but the prostitutes may not be females. You know what I mean? He probably swings all over the place. Yeah, I mean, before you were saying you're not sure if it's gay. Yeah, yeah I think it's any port in the storm kind of thing. And he's okay. showing us any port in the storm. But when yeah. people when people have to, you know, you better be coming up in May with sort of, uh, I'm not sure he wanted the world to see that video. You know what I mean? This guy wants the world to see that video. And it's an imposition. There's a reason people feel intimate about their sexual arousal and and their orgasms together and stuff. It's intimate. It's it's for those two people to share alone. When you impose it on the world, it's an imposition. And, uh, unless people are looking at pornography or something and they want, they're seeking that. But this this isn't, this isn't that. This is him imposing it on us. But all right, so go ahead. But first, I'm going to try and get this in my butt and then um, turn it on. And it's even got this cool little... Um, yeah, remote yeah, control yeah. Okay, and let's just see what happens don't you okay. feel that way too so like, good nice for you good for you congratulations right texture to yeah. it congratulations man. I, think it'll be I don't think I need to see this I really don't want to see this this time uh, you're going to make me see it anyway and it's got a nice built in cock ring which I thought was kind of but cool but of course this is the position I find myself in many times at your mom's house more frequently than I, it used to be more frequently than not but 
This is definitely the stuff that makes me bring my hands to my face. Well, this is what we wanted to see. It's I know you want to see it. You. As I said at the beginning of the show, shame is something I shall experience this show, and I'm ashamed for even watching this. And uh, but okay, here we are. That's what the show's about. Oh, but it does have kind of a good size head on it. Oh, congratulations! So it may take me a minute. Yeah, yeah, we're good. We need every detail. Computer, yeah. I haven't had anything in my butt since my last uh, butt toy video. Oh, well, was that last uh, yesterday? <sighs> oh, yeah. Is that it? That's all I have to watch? There's about five more clips, but we, we don't need to keep going <laughs> if you don't you. want Thank it. Thank you. I, I want to see more diversity than, than more of this guy. And uh, anything more I said about him back at the time? Was I equally uncomfortable back then? Um, I, yeah, I think yeah, I'm more, you I were think super I'm, uncomfortable, which is why I made sure to pull the screen. <laughs> um, and, but, I, and I think I'm more assertive now than I was then. I was trying to be a good, good uh, guest. Mm -hmm. uh, now as the host, I can ask uh, to please stop. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Keep going. I want to see a little more. We need okay. a, a few more videos. Because there's many, From many, him or something How about an RPC? Come on now. I, sure. I, I want to see original, how I felt about him back then. See if I can recreate the magic. Black guys who love to oh, yeah. fuck and fuck oh, yeah. good. If you're a hot black guy and you want to fuck me at twenty three ninety five, if you want to move in, you can move in, but you gotta fuck me. I need I need to be fucked a lot, man. Get free food, free rent, and everything else, man. Here's a deal, man. <laughs> busy. What the fuck are you doing, Men dude? From jail, homeless, or um, you're a thug. You wanna come move in? A friend can move in with you too, man. Free rent, you get a lease and a key. Fuck me. Piss on me, beat me, I'm home now. You see me when I come over today and try it out, try it out, man. God, I love him. If in my building, try it out. You want to fucking piss on me, try it out. Seriously, probably only as fuck, man. I'm looking for hardcore guys that mean it, want to do it, and I want to deliver it. I'm a hot, white trash. Come to <laughs> let's fuck. So, so, thank you. Thank you, RPC. Uh, thank you for giving us really what is the... Um, the standout moniker of your mom's house, which is try it out, try it out, and home here now. Those are if those are the defining aloha, kratos, call it what you want. I don't have a good word for it right now for some reason, but it is the defining theme of the show, home here now. Uh, I'm sure because I know him now, it it it, it makes me um, worried for him as I expressed to him when I was seeing him that he was going to get hurt. In all this and he he minimized it he was like i don't really i don't really do that and they they come they have a good time i just want to entertain them it's a fantasy blah 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 who the hell knows who would show up and we really don't know if anybody did because he wouldn't tell me really he sort of said a cop showed up or something but all right good for him um but i'm also certain that back then it made me sad he looked so he looked sad and desperate and his eyes looked kind of sunken and dark yep. and and uh i just felt bad for him back then um, I'm, I'm willing, I still feel bad for him because I worry about what happened to him. I didn't, um, there's something, I don't want to sound pejorative at all, but, but there's something more, uh, uh, soft and kind about him in real life. That's about the best way I can say it. Definitely. Yeah. And this seemed harsh and hard. Like he could be violent and stuff too, even. And, uh, I don't believe that to be so anymore. So that took some of the edge off this for me now, uh, cause I know him to be. <laughs> 
Yeah, I, I definitely get a different vibe from this video than I do like the other ones and other things I've seen him do with us. Like, right. He definitely le- seems softer. Yeah, think about when he showed up uh, for the live show that I was on. Yeah. Right? He was in like an evening gown essentially or a bathrobe or something. He, he's, he is not an aggressive, violent guy. Now, I do believe that one of his characters wants to be treated this way. I get it. And uh, he says he doesn't really want it so he can show people that want to do that kind of thing a good time. And if you know, and if you remember, although we never really showed the second part of my video, when I went into his house, I went in and investigated his rooms, which are filled with costumes. And he explained to me what each of them were all about. And they all had kind of a sexual overtone to them. And so he's always trying to do stuff to make other people happy, he says. So good for RPC. Uh, I'm no longer, I, I worry when I see this one now, uh, but I'm not sad the way I used to. That one, he just looked like such a sad sap back then uh, with this video particularly. So good for him. Originally, you attributed it to meth. Do you still think meth no, was involved? No, 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 I don't. I worried about meth back then. Uh, I could see how I would have worried about that. Not so much that he was, you know, meth has people do these extreme things sexually sometimes. Um, and so I think that's what I was keying into, but no, I don't worry about that. Now, what, 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 uh, what's over his head there, if you don't mind, what, uh, something like bow or something in the background. That sounds like him. All right, good. I would have missed that entirely uh, back then. So, all right, give me another one. Come on now. Uh, there's so many good ones. Oh my God. There's so many of these. We we may have to do another show. I want an adult hottie in my lap right now, under 26 right now, no frills, no excuse, big titties and intelligence. I don't care if she's a hood, rap, punk rock, or any kind of anything. As long as she's hot and here right now, I'm a 37-year-old dick right now. Right now, right now, right now, right now, right now, right now, right now. (laughs) Right now, right now, right now. I had forgotten about this guy. Uh, Did I see this video first, or was there another one maybe I saw first? Um, you saw this on your second YMH appearance. But I think I saw something else with him on it too, but the right now, right now, right now. This was the one. This is the one. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure I sort of said something about meth because they're all this ones with teeth and the extreme, it could be just mania too. Um, did I mention those things back then? Yep. You said drugs and you said he's probably dead. He's not dead though. Um, you know, I have a, I have a, a, a deeper sensibility to the, uh, to the your mom's house videos now, um, so so my instincts have sort of expanded and probably are more accurate. I don't looking at him now have the same certainty around that the way say I did with the guy with the chair and the the what was the the misogynistic bullshit that guy oh, that the- guy I felt strongly could be dead. This guy uh, this guy could be sober. Uh, I feel like this guy could uh, have made it through on the other side even. Uh, but, but he, I mean, he could be dead. It's certainly possible given how far down the, the, the road he is here with his meth. Um, what, what do we know about him? Um, I think he lives in Spokane. <laughs> and um, he, he was in the news a couple times. He got in some trouble at a Starbucks and just a lot of weird stuff well, like this. Because yeah. because of he's doing the, the uh, fed smoker stuff, right? Yeah. He gets paranoid, gets in a, in a fight with people. Huh. Well, uh, I hope he's sober now, and I hope he hasn't found uh, fentanyl, because that will be the end. Uh, but uh, yeah, we'll see what happens to this guy. See if you can find out more about him for the future. Be, I'd, I'd love to know more about this guy. I don't want to see him. I don't want to visit him, but I'd love to know more how he's doing. Give me one more. I'll wrap this thing up. I feel like we need to do another one of these at some point down the road, but give me another one. All right. Yeah. Hi. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Looking for a white lady yeah. that's tattooed 
and dominant and be willing to put me in a dress and beat the shit out of me. Okay. Call me. I'm the sissy of Fremont Street. Okay. Well, you know, um, again, I have a hard time identifying this as a male. It's interesting that he looks like an old lady and wants to be, um, play with his gender identity. That's interesting. It's interesting to me that the gender conversation has probably moved along since we first saw this video. And we might look at this a little differently now with the gender play. Um, I'm sure I was sad and upset, sad by the, this guy's sort of yep. yeah, loneliness and desperation, which I've come to become so accustomed to on your mom's house. People are lonely and desperate and on TikTok. I uh, just am you know, completely, uh, completely insensitized to all that. But uh, here we are. Um, gosh, there's something else about this guy. Uh, got a little bit of the cool guy teeth. So we probably uh, zeroed in on the cool guy stuff uh, with him. Uh, don't get drugs or alcohol at all. No there, drugs or alcohol. Yeah, no drugs or alcohol. Really? Did I think about that then? I, I don't think so. No, but, no But drugs why do you say no? Because I just don't see no features of it in how he presents. I mean, there's no pressured speech. There's no uh, somnolence. There's no, uh, the, the, the eyes have, the eyelids are in normal position. There's no blown pupils. He's not grinding his teeth while he talks to us. There's not excessive motor activity. There's no irritability, inflation, you know, grandiosity, all that stuff we look for. None of that. He's just a sad old man who so wants somebody to... Me mental illness? No, I couldn't say that. No, no, no. <laughs> just I, a normal guy? No. Oh, I know what I wanted to say. The reason I don't respond uh, very much emotionally to this guy is because this guy has been knocked out of position by Norm. No, this guy and Norm have some, there's something similar mm. in these guys. And Norm desensitized me to guys like this. Because you, you remember, uh, Pig, Pig Man, is that what he called himself? Piggy? Pig, yeah. Pig, Pig, Pig takes this to another level. And uh, much like many things in your mom's house desensitize me, Norm kind of desensitized me to people like this. And I think this is kind of a Norm-esque guy. And uh, I, I don't think he's working in any longer, but I'm going to bet he was like a... I want to say school teacher or something like that. Oh, God. I, yeah, I'm afraid so. Something uh, normal, much like Norm is a, was a banker, essentially a loan officer. It's going to be something in that kind of zone. And uh, yeah, they're out there, guys. If your mom house doesn't teach you anything else, it teach you what is out there. And uh, hopefully we celebrate humanity and all its diversity and all its, its wonderful manifestations. And I hope... I've raised a little awareness about where it goes off the, 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 what's how do you say that off the farm a little bit off the, off the rails where it actually is mental illness or drug addiction or, or, you know, horrible things. <laughs> and, uh, again, even misogyny, again, that guy that was horribly misogynistic, if that person got well from his drug addiction and learned how to function socially, guess what? All that BS would go away. He wouldn't feel that way anymore. He wouldn't say those horrible things. So think about that. I, I, then when people are, you know, into these ridiculous, horrible feelings about the world, it's often some bullshit, substance, trauma, inability to function, you know, something underneath it. 
Uh, some of it can be treated, and some of it can't. Some people are just sociopaths and psychopaths, but we don't tend to specialize in that here, though we have seen some of that. I'm surprised you didn't bring me the four-stroke guy or the I-I-I or, or some of the some of the real yeah, classics for I me. Mean, I mean, I got all those, but I feel like we've covered them and Glassen, them Glassen, recently. I haven't seen the Glassen guy in 100 yeah, years. You weren't horrified by him. I was confused by him. Yeah. Not so much him, but Tom's delight in him. That was a little confusing to me. To this day, to this day. Uh, and I saw Tom talk about it on Rogan and it helped me understand it a little more that just this guy's extreme uh, glee at the whole thing was so ridiculous. And uh, I, I get that now. I get, I get Tom's sensibility a little more now. So, well, there we go. That was our walk down memory lane. If you like it, let us know it. Uh, send us your emails. Let us know that this is something we should do again. There's still a lot of other stuff we can revisit, trust me. Uh, and I wouldn't mind seeing those again. Uh, oh, wait a minute. Uh, hold on. I have a, uh, a, a, an email update here. Speaking of emails. Uh, but anyway, I want to thank you for going with me down memory lane. It's been a very interesting experience. Learned a little bit about the world history and about where we are in the world too, by, by looking back that way. Uh, hi Hitler. My doctor uh, claims that my girlfriend claims she comes when she's sucking my D naturally. I'm skeptical, uh, asking a few times if she claims that she really does. Is it possible? It is possible. It does happen. The idea of her faking orgasms is making my dick soft. Uh, no, it sounds like this is a woman who's highly orgasmic and some women do get so aroused by that experience that they will have an orgasm. Uh, but here's the reason I picked this email up. My college roommate also made brown gargoyle style like any. I did not. I thought any was a one of a kind. We have found another and would brown about once a week, every 10 days. So we also had fear of the toilet. Could this just be an inner city thing? The kid was from the inner city. Um, let's us let us know if you know if you have more gargoyle shitters in your life. Please send us emails. Let us know. Let us talk to them. Uh, I think this would be um, an important uh, anthropological investigation. Uh, I thought we had an N of one uh, in the world. Turns out there are two. I'd like to talk to that guy and any other guys that gargoyle and. Uh, whether we can find any common emotional threads amongst that that uh, that cohort. So we got our work cut out for us. Thank you all for being here again. The email, drewafterdark at gmail.com. The, the voicemail is 818-253-1693. And your gargoyle friends can send us a voicemail too. I'd love to hear from them. Does, they don't have to actually uh, interact with us. And uh, and again, ymh.store, it's not up there. Store.ymhstudios.com. Rational Revolution, everybody. We'll see you soon. All conversations and information exchanged during participation of the Dr. Drew After Dark podcast or interaction on the drdrew.com website is intended for educational and entertainment purposes only. Do not confuse this with treatment or physician medical advice or direction per se. You must always follow your medical professional's advice and direction. Nothing on these podcasts or posted on this site supplements or supersedes the relationship and direction of your medical caretakers. Please understand, I am not playing the role of physician in this environment per se. I'm educating. I am a licensed physician with specialty boards in American Board of Internal Medicine and American Board of Addiction Medicine.